Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on FM is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on FM. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO manager for MediaWiz. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going great. It's been a busy week. It has busy. been. Yep. Wow. I love it that way, though. Yep, yep, yep. And now it's the beginning of the week for everyone listening. So I hope you're having a good Monday. And uh, we're hoping to start it off nice. We're, we're taking an interesting topic today. It's it's one that's right up John's alley. He's been doing lots of research on it. And that is real-time search. So why don't you introduce that? Um, yeah. Real-time search is very interesting to me. And I have been doing a lot of digging into it. And one of the first things I found out is there's bunch of different definitions of what real-time search actually is. Um, depending on what perspective you're coming at it from, people call it you know, all kinds of different things, real-time search. Um, so one of the first things I did is try to figure out what, what is real-time search really. And I've kind of broken it down into three different types of search. Um, there's time-sensitive search. So you get search results based on when something happened. Um, and then there's uh, like fresh content sensitive search, which is different search results based on the most recent data or content. And then there's geospatial sensitive search, which is search results based on where the searcher's physical location, where is that searcher at right at that moment physically. So real-time search is is kind of a complicated subject when it comes down to that. And the engines are just getting into it. The, the There's... Third-party engines are getting into it. Social media sites are getting into it. So it's a very uh, interesting topic. I actually, because of the subject today, I decided to play around a little bit and, and uh, uh, check, checking out Collecta. Have you seen that? Collecta. Is that, is that one of the real-time engines? Yeah, C-O-L-L-E-C-T-A.com. And uh, it allows you to do a search real-time for any stories, comments, updates, like updates being Twitter, Haiku, Identica, whatever, photos and videos, all those different mediums, 
in real time for any phrase. Right. Pretty, pretty cool. So, and, and that's, that, that falls into that second category I mentioned, fresh content, sensitive search. Um, it, it's it's kind of interesting. I, I always try to tie these different subjects into different, you know, where do they fit? And to me, the French content version of real time kind of ties in really heavily with social media. Like you just mentioned, the, 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 that search engine's covering Twitter. And those kind of things where content is updated on a regular, quick basis, like Twitter, that's where real time search really comes in handy. If there's a lot of content changing very rapidly, um, these search engines can go in and find people that are talking about a particular topic right now. Mm-hmm. And, and that's based on different content, fresh content. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing, too, is it does stories as well. So it does actually cover kind of the, the search engine aspect as well, like the articles and blogs. So I, I kind of thought I was, I was actually quite impressed. I, it was my first foray into really playing with one. Um, you know, I've been reading about Google's jumping into things, and, you know, they've still got a long way to go. But I actually think, one of these guys are going to get it right. I mean, they're just dedicating their time to it, and they'll be a nice, attractive buy. So, so here's a question for you, Ross. Kind of a little bit of trivia. When, when do you think real-time search really started impacting search as a whole? When did it really come into play? I don't know. That's, a fri- that's not a good question for a Friday. I mean, I have to think. Jeez, uh, <laughs> uh, <geez>, InfoSeek. <laughs> I mean, no, the, the first that I've really been able to find a tie-in to, to real-time and organic search it was um, 2006. And right at the time, the Google launched um, the uh, Google Finance portal, or the Google Finance area of Google. In the end of 2006, they launched it, and they, they did a search for Google Finance, and they couldn't find Google Finance, their own site, in their own engine with that term. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what's going on here? They couldn't figure it out. And that's right about that time is when they developed QDF or Query Deserves Freshness, basically based on the fact that there's real-time information happening in organic search, and they had given so much weight to, to um, articles and content that have been there from a historical standpoint, they realized they were missing out on the new stuff that was important. So so if, if you've ever done any research on QDF or query deserves freshness, it's a part of that Google algorithm that really allows their their search results to display fresh content on a certain key phrase. Um, the real good example of this, and I get this question, I'm sure you get this question too, Ross, um, is someone comes to you and say, hey, I just launched my new site. And I, when I first launched it, I typed in my brand, and there I was on page number one. Right away, I was so excited, I was on page one you know, for my brand. Two weeks later, I disappeared, and now I can't be found anywhere. That was primarily a result of QDF, or query deserves freshness. Your site was new, very targeted to that term, your brand, so it's a very fresh content, and it was up there. Um, for a couple of weeks because it was fresh, and when the freshness wore off, it dropped out of the engine. That's QDF. Yep. Yet another thing we get to explain. <laughs> yes. exactly. Why did my ranking go down? Well, you know, things do change. <laughs> uh, yeah, the reason actually I said InfoSeek and thinking about it was was because, I mean, technically, a search engine is supposed to be fresh. Right. Technically. I thought it was a trick. Tech- so I thought it was going to be and I figured of all things, InfoSeek would be funny to be the answer because that was the freshest search engine I've ever seen. Because, I mean, literally, I could like put something in and change something on a page and see it updated minutes later. That's true. Although, that's because the web is so small. <laughs> they, they did have to balance freshness with quality. Oh, bad thing, right? <laughs> Forgot that. <laughs> <time>. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, so it should be quality deserves freshness. Quality deserves <laughs> freshness. Yes, very good. Still QDF. Wow. <laughs> so what, what, what's next? Like, what what should consumers think? Like, what business owners? What do they think about this sort of thing? What do you think? Well, well, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, what's next? Really, something that I've been seeing some discussion about, specifically tied to real time search and. It's really just, this one is just in the last few months, it's come up as um, a new term. Um, it's going to scare everybody to death because it's going to freak them out, but it's called pulse rank. Um, and it's just a theory at the moment. Um, there's nobody has been able to prove that it's actually happened, but it's a very good theory um, as something that may happen. So what pulse rank is, it's, it's impacting search results based on real-time linking data. So instead of um, you know just gathering links over time and adding them up to come with page rank type of data, what it's looking at is how often and how frequently something is having new links added to it. And if all of a sudden there's a um, some kind of major event, and it'll take a look, there'll be a bunch of people writing about that major event, but which sites are going to be getting the most links to them from you know right away, right after that happens, they'll they'll. they'll They'll spike. If it's a New York Times article, it might be a spike to links to that article about this event, which drop off after a few days, the new links. That's a pulse, a pulse and linking, pulse rank. Um, there's a <coughs> – excuse me again. There is a an interesting example someone came up with of potential of Google using um, Bitly data to, to, to do this pulse rank thing. And it, for those who don't know, Bitly – is a URL shortening service. Um, it's the default service that Twitter uses, which is why it comes up, because it's used quite a bit because of Twitter. Um, so the idea is, if Google was to get a hold of that Bitly data, and say, say through some kind of back-end feed, and they would see how often people are linking to a certain page through this Bitly data. And Bitly data is very, very um, extensive. They get about a million click-throughs on links a day. So that's a lot of data about how many people are linking and what links are being used to certain pages. They could definitely devise some type of pulse rank data from just that one. And if, they, if they're pulling data from all over the place, you know, their own systems as well, it, it could be very influential on work or on, on work, on rankings. Interesting. Okay, so let's talk a bit more about Pulse Rank in a second. But before we do, we're just going to take a quick break. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from RevenueWire. Thank you. Since I signed up with RevenueWire, conversions have increased dramatically. RevenueWire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, ParadaLogic, and AvonQuest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher, thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. 
This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online news release and content distribution service. Want to learn the biggest asset to driving online success? Let me introduce you to my expert advisor, PixelSilk. PixelSilk is a robust content management system built on a foundation to create online marketing success. It's the only content management system that offers keyword-specific SEO advice, can integrate with your shopping cart system, and offer multi-site management. PixelSilk frees my time while making my company's website easy to manage and promote. Even better, PixelSilk has been embraced by the SEO community. I'm Bruce Clay, and PixelSilk is the first CMS I have ever felt good about recommending. With this winning combination, we have all the tools we need. PixelSilk.com, the ultimate in SEO-driven CMS. Inbox Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Well, we were just talking about PulseRank, an element of real-time search, all big buzzwords these days. And uh, John's uh, become quite a little guru on it, working hard on uh, I know he was doing an article for a while there. Uh, probably <laughs> fell by the wayside. You're so busy. It's one of those things where you start the article, and by the time you have time to finish it, everything changed. So <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I know. I know exactly what you mean. Um, and, you know, I was fascinated by it from the beginning when you started mentioning it. Um, but PulseRank, you almost wonder would if Google were to use Bitly, would they even announce it? I mean, because they, they tend to be kind of impartial, don't they? They'd want to use all of them. Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, but they have made it, they've recently made a deal with Twitter. They made one with Facebook. Who knows what the details of those deals are? Maybe, you know, they're gathering that data before it's even sent over to Bitly through Twitter somehow. And, of course, there's also the rumors that Twitter is about to buy Bitly. So it's it's one of those convoluted things. You're right. You know, they're not going to tell you who they're using, but they're going to find ways to use it. And I do want to emphasize again, this is just a theory that's being circulated. It's not something that we think is even in play yet, but could be at some time. Ugh, you should have told me. I already bought stock. Bugger. <laughs> hey, I already bought, I already bought pulse-rank.com. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> pulse rank wasn't available, I guess. Someone's already uh, got on. Some, someone already got that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think, I think it should be it'd be interesting for a business person to try and apply this concept. So if you were uh, trying to take advantage of something, let's say, um, let's deal with what's out there now. 
in terms of real-time search. How do you think a business could take advantage of it? Um, well, the best way for that is is the third the, for businesses to me is the third iteration of what it is is geospatial search, and that, that really ties directly into mobile search. So there's a lot of mobile applications. There's there's the, the Google Maps built into your iPhone. I can't tell you how many times that I've been trying to find someplace and I'll put their address in and use it as a GPS system to get me to where I'm needing to go. That's real time search because I'm searching for this place that's next to me. It's showing me how to get there based on where I am. Um, local search is also tied directly into real-time search from a where am I, what's near me perspective. Because depending on where you are, your search results are going to change, and that's real-time as well. And a business can really use that because they want people that are close. You know, They want the brick-and-mortar doors swinging, and that's a way to leverage real-time to get it to happen. So it's – yeah, it's, it's not the first thought I had, like – that that kind of thing would be considered real time search, but I see what you mean. You know, you're doing the search in real time. Right. Like you're there, you're doing it, you're looking for content that's but the content isn't really real time. I mean it's it's a static map. It's not like it's something that just appeared. The content's not, but the search results are. Yeah. So the search results are gonna change in real time based on where you are. Right, right. Okay. So you could say, um, Looking for Starbucks while you're driving, and all of a sudden it says this, this this particular address. But then you cross the street driving, and all of a sudden it changes to this other one because that's closer to you. All of a sudden, yeah. And, and there's hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. There's definitely a a discussion about real-time search that deals whether it's push or pull. So is real-time search going to focus on you going to look for data, or is real-time search going to be data pushed at you based, you know, when it comes to this mobile stuff, based on where you are? There's a number of really good uh, mobile applications that push data at you based on where you are. Yeah, and, and the other element of that is, um, and I'd say both. I would say for sure both. I mean, there, there's markets for both of them completely. I mean, Google's obviously going to be the push. I mean, the pull. I mean, and, right. and maybe a bit of uh, push. But uh, I'm sure, I know there's applications coming up for Android that already have some of that element. Um, and then the one, of course, is Layer. Uh, have, you, have you seen that? I have not seen Layer. Layer is. It's, it's it's not. Technically, real-time search, but if we're thinking of number three here, geospatial, it's very much the same, and that's the uh, uh, what is it? Virtual reality. Kind of, oh, I've forgotten the technical term for it. It's all over the map right now on the news. Essentially, you're looking through your your your, your webcam on your phone, and you see, um, like, say you're looking at a, a, the example layer used was they're looking at this uh, flat in London, up in this building, and they're, they're just looking through their phone. Their phone becomes a, a, a looking glass, and then all of a sudden, um, uh, little balloons pop up around this place saying it's for sale, and this is how much it costs. Oh, wow. So it's, it's, a, it's a, a new reality. Uh, it's reality. Something reality. Shoot. Virtual? Well, you'd think so, but no, I think they've got their own hyper-reality thing. I forget now. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I'm going to find out what it is at this very moment because it is going to drive me insane if I don't know. Well, while you're looking, there, there's another app that I've been using a lot. And it's catching on pretty big time called Foursquare. Have you heard of this one? 
No, just a second. It's augmented reality browsing. Oh, oh, that's that's a mouthful. Yeah, <laughs> but go on about Foursquare. Foursquare is a is a pretty cool application where where you go to different places um, and it's set up by city. So if like if I'm in Miami, um, it'll know I'm in Miami. And if I go to a restaurant, I I open my Foursquare and I hit this little button that says check in here. And basically, I check in that I've been to this restaurant. Um, I can add tips, but it'll tell me. If anybody else that's one of my friends in Foursquare happens to be at the restaurant at the time, um, anybody who's one of my friends that I allow to see it can see my check-in so they know where I'm at um, and can come come meet me if they want to. Um, if I go to another city like New York, uh, it'll switch cities on me and it'll, it'll keep track of where I've been. Um, it'll, it'll show me my friend's favorite places. So if I know I've got a friend in New York that really likes to go to this restaurant, I can go try it out. It'll show me tips that they left. So it'll push stuff to me based on where my friends are and allow me to pull stuff based on where I am. So it's doing both. Hmm. So it's a lot like uh, that app. Wow, I'm really having a Friday today. But the app uh, that Google has that I shared with you, what is it, where we can see each other are? Kind of, yeah. This this one's more, it's really, it's only mobile-based. I've only seen it on iPhones. I don't know if it's coming out for Android or anything else at the moment. It's a mobile uh, phone. Yeah. <laughs> Are you That's insulting true? my Android phone? <laughs> no. Did you did you get the Droid or did you get another Android? The the original one. I got the G one. Ah, uh, see, you're it's already trying. HTC Dream, which actually is pretty recent, but Droid just came out two, what two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Come on. Uh, <laughs> no, but but there's really a ton of people writing a ton of apps for mobile um, the mount system it's on and a lot of them are using push-pull um, real-time search based on where people are located interesting okay well uh, let's get right back into this in a second but we're going to take a quick break SEO 101 will be back right after recess Revenues can come from many different sources. Are you capturing additional revenue from your payment processor or leaving money on the table? Lytle & Company can help you grow your top-line revenue. Lytle & Company provides payment processing and consultative merchant services for multi-channel retailers, along with Internet and direct response businesses who sell directly to consumers. Lower the total cost of payment acceptance while improving your business processes and chargeback management with Lytle & Company's innovative reporting and analytics features. Lytle & Company. The card's not present, but we are. Find out more at Lytle. L-I-T-L-E dot com. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. 
Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. We're joined today by no one. I do that all because I have that note there, and I just think, oh, uh, anyway. We're doing real-time search today. That's what we're talking about. And, uh, well, we're just talking about augmented, augmented reality browsing. Uh, this is very SEO 101, by the way. I love this. Yes. Um, and uh, Foursquare. Now, Foursquare, I think that that is pretty cool. I, and, and these are the kind of things that, frankly, I mean, Google just – I always think of Google as the ultimate – they launch anything and try anything. But this is pretty intensive stuff. You'd have to be focused a lot of staff on this to get some of that out. So maybe that's a buy for them too. That's true. And it's been growing in popularity quite a bit. Um, I think somebody just today – sent out a tweet of the compete stats for Foursquare, and it was just like in the last couple of months they've been shooting straight up. Like they're just a perfect vertical. And a lot of people getting on the Foursquare bandwagon, so to speak. And when I first started using Foursquare, they only had like maybe a dozen, 15 different cities that it would work in, and now it's like close to 100 all over the world. It's growing dramatically. Wow. Yeah, I'm just actually following Foursquare on Collecta. Why not, right? It's kind of the topic. Real-time search, Collecta. And uh, just seeing all the different tweets coming through about Foursquare, it, it's busy. 56 results in the last two hours, which you know, it's not huge, but it's still pretty busy. And uh, that's the actual name, Foursquare, so I should try doing four space square. It's, a, it's the spelled out four, not the number. Yes, I know. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I think it's. I, I. I wonder if there must be one for Android, I, or if it isn't, it's coming soon. It will be. Yeah. So, person, um, obviously, if someone wanted to take advantage of number three, like you said, that's something a small business user could probably do right now. I think that's fascinating. All that stuff, local. I mean, I think I did an article about it recently, or maybe it was just in my mind, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it was essentially that uh, it was pretty fascinating to me, the idea of being able to walk down the street, all of a sudden different ads, and again, this is push, different ads would come up saying, hey, we've got a sale on right now, just two blocks away, we right. know you like this kind of jacket, we know this, we know you just went to this store the other day, you know, no, yeah. they don't technically know it, but your system knows it. All right, that's kind of like the real-time advertising that they did in that movie Minority Report, Tom Cruise. Yep. He would walk up and they'd somehow scan his eyeballs and know it was him and they'd say, Hey, Tom, did you know that your wife needs one of these? <laughs> oh, that's just creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the future. As soon as they get past the privacy issues or as soon yeah. as the government finds some way to snuff out the people who care about privacy. Because um, <laughs> this is ultimate capitalism. Oh, my God. Uh, um, 
So I want to go back a little bit to talk more about the fresh content part of, of uh, real-time search. Yes. We, we talked some about like Twitter and stuff. There's another aspect of that um, that really comes across well in Bing Travel. Have you have you been playing with Bing Travel at all? I've just you not know, seen a lot of demos. I haven't done a lot of play now. So and I haven't either. I should have used it for my last trip, but I didn't because I was just in a hurry. But apparently with Bing Travel, you can do you can move a lot of parameters. You do a search for a trip you want to go to Vegas, and in real time search results, they tell you these are all the trips that we know about from all the airlines. This is the most current price, and two things happen here. I think that are really tied into real time search. One, we know the airline ticket prices change on a, on a regular basis, like by the hour practically. Bing is tying real-time data. So whenever you do that search for Vegas, it's going to give you the most current pricing, the most current flight times, all the data that it knows about that's most current. If you do the same search an hour later, it could be different. So that data is real-time. It's too bad we don't actually see it. Like I'm, I did the search as you were speaking. It's too bad we don't see the searches changing. Like right. uh, kind of like they do in Collecta, where it's it's got a little thing just turning, and you see new results added or things change. And that, yeah, that would be nice. That'd be really nice. I mean, if you look though, if you're in that search engine, Ross, on the right hand or the left hand side, excuse me, down the nav, there are these little bars that you can pull back and forth. So let's say you want to search for specific times for a flight, it has a arrival and departure times with these little bars. It starts out like anywhere between 6 a.m. and 9 p.m., and you can move the little the little balls on the bar, say move to 6, no, I want it between noon and 2, and when you change that, it does change the search results. I don't know if it does it live or it reloads, but it's real-time adjustments to your search queries based on these adjustments you can make in the little bars on the side. Yeah, I've heard a lot of rave reviews about their, their travel, and I can see why. I mean, you're talking about a new, uh, really a new look, new feel. Yeah. Um, it's a bit of a learning curve for people, I think, perhaps, but right. pretty cool. If I wouldn't have just made, like, elite status in my airline and get all this cool free stuff, I'd probably start using it. But now I just go straight to my airline site and get my, my goodies. Jeez. You want to to go into those fancy rooms, right? The card. No, I don't get the fancy rooms yet, but I get the like the dedicated check-in line. Hey, nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, again, thinking about the small business, we definitely want to end this on a note where someone can actually act on it. Uh, feeling a little guilty here. We're we're doing what we love to do, talk tech. Um, but it'd be nice to give some tip here, and that would be definitely make sure that you're you're you've got your Google local search ranking set up. Your sorry, Google local profile. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't got that, first of all, do it anyway. But in this case, if you get that profile set up and you have some additional information, you can add images, you can add video, you can add all this this great content to your your local listing. Um, it's it's going to help you because, like you said, number three, you know, you're going for geospatial. This is stuff people are going to be seeing as they're going around town, perhaps they're visiting. Especially if you're looking for tourist traffic, I would say that's a really good move. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it all comes down to one simple thing for all this real-time stuff. You know, all you know, the first two, time-sensitive, fresh content, really, really means that, that as a small business, you've got to publish. You've got to put new stuff out there all the time to get caught up in some of these kind of fresh, real-time search um, algorithms. If you just publish your site and you sit there and wait for people to come, that has its benefits if you're ranking good on terms. But if you're not publishing on a regular basis, you're not going to be really in tune to the real-time search search queries. And what does that mean? People have to uh, publish on a regular basis? It means, unfortunately, you're going to need a blog or something that's a regularly freshened content source. Yep, definitely. And, 
And that's uh, an uphill battle for, I know me, with a few of my clients, I'm constantly explaining to them that, that, and I understand completely, you know, everyone has a feeling that, oh my God, I don't have time to write. And it isn't, you know, it takes a little, it's a little bit painful at the beginning, but when you get into routine, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I say that, of course, but I haven't written in what, weeks, but. Um, <laughs> you did better than me. <laughs> it's, it is, uh, it really does pay dividends. Uh, yeah. That's the kind of stuff that works for real-time search, and it builds your credibility online. And we know Google loves credibility. I mean, that's yes. really what its whole algorithm is. And then go out there and start working your social profiles too. That's that'll tie, that'll help a lot too. And I, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Google has in Google Labs right now social search, which is definitely a real-time search um, project. If you go to Google Labs and you activate social search, and actually, I think they. It might be disabled at the moment, but look for it to come yeah. back on because it was broken. But they will fix it. And when it comes back, check out Google's uh, social search in Google Labs. Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, um, it's a no-brainer that it's the future. And, and this is the kind of content that's just a, uh, it's just the beginning. There's going to be so much more real-time content put into search uh, that uh, there you go. You're up to date. You know what's happening. That's a pretty cool thing, and you learned it on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> well, John, that, was almost a, that was almost a broadcaster voice there, Ross. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, um, our Twitter IDs are, John? Uh, John Carcutt, okay. at John Carcutt. And mine's at Ross Dunn. Uh, feel free to follow us and you know, send us news, uh, ask us questions, anything like that. We'd love to talk about them on the show, and uh, we'd welcome any feedback. Now, our shows are 5 p.m. Eastern on Mondays, 2 p.m. Pacific. And uh, if you want to engage at all on our on the Webmaster forums, just go to webmasterradio.fm, and there's a forum there you can get on and, and start chatting and ask questions. And it's pretty regularly manned by uh, some smart, smart individuals in the SEO community or if they don't have the information, I'm sure they know where to find it. So thank you very much, and we'll tune in next week. Bye-bye, everybody.